It is Wednesday, January the 17th. Today is day 10 of our fast. And we are going to jump into God's Word looking at some scripture this morning. Romans 8, 14. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. Ephesians 2, starting with verse 19 and going through 22. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. Together, we are his house built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We are carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by his spirit. John 1, John chapter 1 verse 12 says, but to all who believed him and accept him, he gave the right to become children of God. Wonderful, right? I love that. I love it. Children of God. There is nothing quite like going to a large family gathering or a family reunion. That's one thing I do miss about having my mom and dad not around anymore especially years ago when we would have these huge family gatherings, people that you would only see maybe once or twice a year. And it was great because you'd get together and you'd reconnect. You'd reconnect with like cousins and aunts and uncles and other family members that you just, you don't see that often. And maybe sometimes you haven't seen in years. And there's also the occasional moment for not knowing who certain individuals are, but you still know they are family because of the relationship or the bloodline. And though gathered from different locations and having different names and physical traits, everyone there is still part of the same family. The same can be said for your spiritual life. Because of relationship through Jesus, each and every believer is grafted into the amazing family of God. Romans 8.14, as we've read, puts it like this, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. What an amazing reminder. When we surrender our lives to Christ, it, it's as if God says, Welcome to the family. His spirit comes to live in us and unites us with the body of Christ. Now, just like our physical family, our spiritual family is filled with different personalities, perspectives, and giftings. But what are we all, what do we have in common? Well, 
here's what we have in common. The fact that we are all led by the same spirit. The spirit who is at work in us is able to do more than what we could ever accomplish on our own when we are united as one body. Now, as we continue this fast, whatever you're fasting, pray. Pray that your hunger to be led by the Holy Spirit outpasses your physical appetite. Be reminded today that many others in the spiritual family, your brothers and your sisters in Christ, are right there with you, desiring and pursuing the same. And as we are seeking God together, here, God the Holy Spirit is going to work powerfully in our lives in his, and in our church and in our youth group to change the world around us. So I want you to take some time today and I want you to pray to remember those who are a part of your family, your spiritual family, and let them know that you are praying for them and ask the Holy Spirit to show you what to pray for. Also, while you are praying today, pray for the retreat. We are a month away from the retreat. And I know God is going to do some great things. A month away from what I know God always does something great. And I believe he wants to do something fresh and new. And I'm praying that God would show us exactly the direction he wants us to go for that weekend. I know it's just three days, but it's three impactful days. It's three days that God does something in all of our hearts. And my prayer is that you would begin to just prepare your heart for what God wants to do. It's a month away, so begin to pray and ask God to do something in your heart. God, we love you and we thank you so much for what you're doing, what you've done, and what you continue to do in our lives. Lord, we ask today that you'd be with us, that you would go with us and guide us and direct us today. Holy Spirit, fill us up, fill us up, fill us up. We want to be more like you, God. And, and love one another, encourage one another, and just be there for one another. Lord, help us. Father, I, I just pray for my brothers and sisters today, whatever they're going through, whatever they're dealing with, Lord, may you be with them and comfort them, protect them, give them strength today. Lord, we just pray for all those that are going back to school. Pray for all those that are going back to work, that you would be with them. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. I speak a blessing over you all today and just hope that you just know God loves you. God's crazy about you. And 
man, today's going to be a great day. Love you guys. This has been your Daily Dip. It's your Daily Dip for January the 19th. It is Friday. We made it to the end of the week. Even though it's been a three-day school week, it really feels like it's been two weeks. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. What a week it's been. Uh, I don't know about you, but man, it's it's been crazy at school. Um, but also good. God is good. And today we are going to look at a few different verses in the Bible found in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 16. And it says, make sure that no one is immoral or godless like Esau, who traded his birthright as the firstborn son for a single meal. And then in Hebrews 11, chapter chapter 11, verse 6 says, And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. So today... You and I, we live in a very fast food, microwave-driven society. Now, we want things easier. We want it quicker, and we definitely want it less expensive. This expectation pervades today's marketing and advertising efforts as well. And while there is nothing inherently wrong about wanting things faster and cheaper— If we aren't careful, we can allow that spirit to leak into our spiritual lives, which can have some very devastating effects. God does not work on the premise of faster or cheaper. It's often the very opposite. He often works on timetables that don't line up with our human understanding. And he rarely takes the path of least resistant when working out his divine solutions. Now, in Genesis 25, we read a very powerful story that relates directly to this very issue. The eldest son, Esau, came home and he was famished because he was out hunting and working all day. But his brother Jacob took advantage of Esau's weakened position, knowing he would come in extremely exhausted and desire a quick solution. So Esau asked for some of the stew, and Jacob saw his opportunity. He offered a trade, and he would give Esau his stew, if Esau gave Jacob his birthright. The right to the inheritance and spiritual leadership of the family. Now, you see, this was a major one-way advantage trade. And you would think Esau would never consider such a trade. But exhaustion and a shortcut thinking can cause one to make very poor decisions. Esau accepted the deal. 
and it seems absurd that Esau would sacrifice something so valuable for something so small. But the truth is, it happens all the time to all of us. We can find ourselves settling for less for the sake of satisfying short-term appetites. And there is no shortcut to daily living and God's blessing and promises in our lives, growing in our relationship with him and experiencing God's best. His best never happens in a microwave. It happens through our daily constant walk in pursuit of knowing him more and more. That's why the writer of Hebrew says, watch out for the Esau syndrome, trading away God's lifelong gift in order to satisfy a short-term appetite. Hebrews twelve sixteen, read from the Message Bible. You see, God did not take the shortcut in bringing about our salvation. He provided the ultimate sacrifice for our sin, his own son. God is not interested in the easy way out, but the best way through. In his book, A Hunger for God, John Piper writes, God rewards fasting because fasting expresses the cry of the heart that nothing on the earth can satisfy our soul besides God. God must reward his, this cry because God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. As Piper wrote, God responds to fasting when it demonstrates your heart's cry. God loves to reward those who diligently seek after him. God, I thank you so much for today. And uh, Lord, I just pray that you'd be with us, guide us, direct our steps. Jesus, we thank you and we glorify you. We just magnify you. Father, we just ask you to be with us tonight. Holy Spirit, fill us up. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to encourage you that when you get home from school or when you get home this evening, ask your parents if there's anything that they need. Ask if they need the trash taken out, uh, if the pets need to be fed, uh, if the plants need to be watered, anything but tonight, I, I just want to encourage you to serve because there's nothing greater than to serve those that you love. Do something. Show them how much you do care and are thankful for them just by doing. Help, help your mom tonight just clean areas of the house that just need to be cleaned. Wipe down the counters, dust if you have to, whatever it might be. But do something that would show them how much you do care and love them. Love you guys. Have a blessed day, rest of the day. And uh, can't wait to see what God has for us this weekend.
Love you guys. This has been your Daily Dip.